Have you ever struggled to stop a habit like mindless eating or mindless scrolling on your phone? If so, I've got an amazing tool in this episode for you. Welcome everyone. I'm Kim Christensen and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. This is your first time here. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to do a fun topic today. It's about a tool that I've used to successfully change a lot of unwanted habits for myself. This tool is called Surf the Urge. I was thinking I've had so much success with this that I wanted to share it with all of you. So that's what prompted the topic for today's podcast. When I talk about unwanted habits, the ones that I'm talking about in this episode are those mindless habits that you might have around things like eating. So do you ever find yourself mindlessly eating, maybe in front of the TV, like myself, or scrolling on social media? or really doing any unwanted behavior or action that you hadn't really intended on doing. Those are the habits that I want to talk about today. So this tool is really, really powerful. And I want to share it with you because it's great for changing a habit that is driven by an urge or a craving. This tool called Surf the Urge This is a mindfulness tool that is particularly helpful when you are changing a habit that is largely unconscious or automatic. The reason that I find this tool so powerful is that it leverages mindfulness techniques and emotional regulation skills to strengthen self-control. I love the opportunity to exercise mindfulness and emotional regulation skills because these skills are used everywhere in our lives to navigate impulses and choices in all areas of our lives through the duration of our lives. This ability helps us to navigate our relationships with others, accomplish our goals, and connect and support ourselves. This tool is also powerful because it can help to reduce guilt and shame. When you're doing something that you don't necessarily want to be doing, that you hadn't planned on doing, it can often create feelings of guilt or shame. However, this tool reframes the experience of an urge as an opportunity for observation and learning rather than as a moral failure. Sometimes when we have habits that are unconscious or feel compulsive, we can start to think, that there's something wrong with us. Like maybe we think we're lazy or we lack self-discipline. When we start to believe that about ourselves, then we start to judge ourselves, which is what then triggers the guilt and the shame. So when it comes to habit change, these feelings, they're very counterproductive because they then fuel us to escape those feelings, which then leads to more mindless behavior. 
It becomes a bit of a self-perpetuating cycle that feels even more out of control. So that's why I want to share this tool with you so that you can build some awareness around the habit and take back control over your behavior. Today, I'll go over the basics of how I use this tool so that you can benefit right away. And if you would like to go through it in more detail, or if you'd like a strategy that is customized to your unique situation, please feel free to sign up for a free strategy session on my website at financialwellnesscoach.ca. So when I use this tool, the first step is that I choose a behavior that I would like to change. For the purposes of this episode, I will use mindless eating as my example. However, I've also used this tool on habits like drinking wine while making dinner, scrolling on social media, even the urge to react negatively when someone says something. This tool can be used in any of those situations and really any situation in which you are responding to an urge that you don't want to be responding to. What you will notice about these situations is that each of them has a trigger and a response to that trigger. In our example of mindless eating, when I went to change this habit, I realized that the first thing I would need to do is to become conscious of what was happening for me internally in between the trigger of watching TV and the getting up to get something to eat, which was the response. When I paid close attention, what I realized is that there's an urge that occurs in between those two things, in between the trigger and the response. For me, the urge is a thought, something like, I should go get some popcorn, which is followed by a physical sensation. What I noticed about this physical sensation is that it's very compelling. When I really slowed down and paid attention and I didn't respond right away, the urge became stronger and more urgent. Before I discovered the surf the urge tool, I would have tried to exercise willpower in that moment. However, willpower feels very different than surfing the urge. Willpower feels like an internal fight with myself. It also requires a lot of emotional and mental energy. Whereas surf the urge, on the other hand, is not about pushing against the urge or pushing against myself, but rather it is observing the urge without any judgment. If you want to try this out for yourself, when you notice an urge, what you can do is describe it to yourself. Describe the physical sensations that are associated with the urge. It can be really helpful to journal the description of what this physical sensation feels like in your body because it allows you to create a little bit of distance between you and the urge. It allows you to observe it without being totally identified with it. It's a reminder that we are separate from the urge. I also like to remind myself that this is an exercise that is an opportunity to learn more about myself. And that helps me to stay in that place of curiosity rather than in judgment. 
after I've described it to myself, the next thing I like to do is visualize the urge as an actual wave. I imagine this wave rising and falling with a natural rhythm, just like waves on the ocean. This helps me to remember that the urge has a beginning, a peak, like the crest of a wave, and then an end. Some experts will say that this cycle of the wave can be as short as 90 seconds. Truth be told, I've not really paid much attention to the actual time frame, but I can say that for myself, it's very short. I can also say that the first wave is the strongest, and then if there are subsequent waves, they start to diminish in intensity. It can also be helpful to focus on your breathing while you're surfing the wave. The point of this exercise is to stay present with the urge long enough to let it run itself out and also to teach your brain that the trigger, like watching TV, does not automatically necessitate eating as a response. I'm retraining my brain. I'm creating new neural pathways. What I also love about this technique is that the more I practice it, the less urgent the urges become. Over time, with practice, they can become just like a whisper. I have some triggers that I've practiced so much that the original urge is simply a memory. I have also trained myself to respond to certain triggers with self-compassion or self-appreciation. So some of the triggers that might previously have prompted me to check out now serve as triggers to check in with myself. One thing that I'll mention is that our brains are very adept at delegating patterns of behavior to the subconscious level. This is actually a survival technique. Can you imagine if every single action that we took was subject to our rational decision-making brain? (laughs) Then we would be forever stuck in analysis paralysis. So in order for any progress to take place, we must delegate certain decisions to our subconscious. This is very efficient and helpful for us. And this is actually how habits are formed in the first place. Lots of times these habits serve us very well, like brushing my teeth, for instance. It's not something that I consciously have to decide or think about every day. Sometimes these mindless habits, they don't serve us. I say all of this because I used to believe that all mindless activities were self-sabotaging. It's interesting because our current culture tends to celebrate and promote mindfulness. And I took that to mean mindfulness across all things. However, I realize that we can't be mindful about everything, nor would we even want to be. (laughs) We would drive ourselves crazy if we were. So hopefully that reminder to myself is helpful to anyone who is beating up on themselves for having a habit, any habit. Habits are very useful and you can change them at any time if you want to, but only if you want to. If a habit isn't serving you and you want to change it, then you can. With a little bit of effort and some mindfulness techniques using tools like Surf the Urge, 
you can strengthen your ability to navigate choices and impulses in your life. If you found this helpful, I would love it if you were to leave a review and share it with others. It is my mission with this podcast to share tools and strategies that will help to empower you to feel more in control of your choices. I hope you have a great week, everyone. Take care. Are you looking for a coach who will help you increase your business profit while protecting your time and your well-being? If so, I'll invite you to check out my website, financialwellnesscoach.ca.